You're listening to the Laugh Button Podcast on the Riotcast Network, riotcast.com. The Matt Kleinschmidt here with the Laugh Button Podcast. Welcome back to uh, another edition. Uh, I'm sitting here in the Riotcast studios, Riotcast.com. You can uh, check us out anywhere that you type in the Laugh Button into a browser. And uh, I'm here with uh, Monroe Martin. Yo, 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 yo. <laughs> I just like doing that. Uh, I'm not a rapper, but I like that coming was, on. That, and was a, that, was, that was hot. Yo, yo, yo. What's up? What's up, everybody? <laughs> what's up, Funk Master Flex? <laughs> it, it's been a while since I've seen you. It's good. I know. It's, what's it, up? I know. It's been a long time. It's good to see you. you're in good spirits, man. It's. it's uh, I'm always. You gotta. Yeah. You have to be in this game. Yeah, I think the. <laughs> I think the last time I saw you was at Skankfest last year. Skankfest, yeah. Me, Lisa Traeger, uh, and Ari Shafir. Ari Shafir we before he the, went on sabbatical. Before he. Like, yeah, I like that he goes on sabbatical though. Yeah, it's pretty cool. You need that shit. Yeah, yeah. You need it. Is that because what we do? Is a career and it's a lifestyle, and sometimes you need to feed your craft by living life. And we forget that, this to is feed very our true. Craft. This is very yeah. true because then all of a sudden all your material becomes about airline food. And it becomes and, and about travel. airline food, and it becomes about other shit that you hear is being talked about. <laughs> yeah. That's what happens. You end up talking about the things that everybody else is talking about mm-hmm. because you don't want to get left behind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see. I see. So it's nice to have you back. We've uh, thank you for having me. So, so uh, what's new in your world? It's been a while. Let's what's catch new up. In my yeah, world, what's new man? In your world? I live. Me and my lady live together. I got that. I, we I live together. That. Not yes. we. We we. we I lived with a girl before, like I moved into their place okay. and shit like that. I like it that we got a place together. Okay, it's just cool. Like, so we in this shit. So it's serious. We're serious That's about great. each other. That's great. How uh, long have you been with her? We we've been living together. This is the living situation is new. We've okay. probably only been in there in a couple of months. Okay. Uh, we've been together for a year, dealing with each other for two years. Okay. That's cool. So that's, that's, a, that's a big commitment for a comic. Yeah, it's like, woo. <laughs> I keep forgetting it's two years. I keep forgetting I'm like, she doesn't, man. She oh, doesn't. She does not. <laughs> she lets me know who I was in the beginning. You're an asshole. Let me forget how I was an asshole. I was single. I keep saying that. I wasn't an asshole. I was single. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Single. Looking right, I go, I couldn't treat you like a girlfriend. <laughs> we weren't together. We weren't boyfriend and girlfriend. But that's awesome. Uh, and just steady working, um, yeah, yeah. doing I, the road. I feel like you started doing the road a lot more since we last yes. since we saw each other. So, yeah. where, so where are you going? These I have been, uh, I did a couple of the same places over again for like maybe like the second or third time. Okay. Uh, the new place I did, I did Utah a couple oh, cool. weeks ago. That shit was fun. All right. Uh, I was in Denver like a, like a while back. That Denver was amazing. Comedy um, Works? Denver, Denver Comedy Everyone Works. Everyone talks about that, like that venue like it's... They talk about that venue the way they talk about the cellar. You feel like when yeah. you go to Denver Comedy Works and you headline... You feel like you are a headliner. Oh wow! That's you great. feel like you deserve like every all the ups and downs of comedy in the New York and the bombing and the getting it right. When you take a really really good tight set there, not even a tight set, but just polished thoughts and material okay. there, they latch onto that shit and they fucking rock with you. That's great. And you feel like I walk. I left the weekend feeling like. 
yeah, I can shoot a special. <laughs> really? Yeah, I wow. was like, I think I'm ready to film a special. I'm not ready yet. But <laughs> <laughs> I'm just telling you I'm not ready yet. Cool. Yeah, I'm not ready yet. I'm just yeah. putting that out there. Really? Yeah, not yet. I'm a, I I, well, I want to feel you, it. How long have you been into comedy at this I've point? I've been doing comedy. This is my 10th year now. Okay, this so is this is when year. stuff starts to happen. This is when shit's starting to happen, but yeah. I say this is when I'm starting to shed that adolescence a phase of comedy where you stop saying shit for the sake of being funny and yeah. you start saying it more for the sake of because you believe it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I'm getting there where I'm like, I I have the jokes that come to you and the goofy shit, yeah. but then I'm also saying things that really affect me in my life uh, that are interesting uh, and I'm living life a little bit more. Well, as we you said at the top mean? of this podcast, yeah. you need to live life to kind of get those experiences. Yeah. So going on the road, meeting a girl, falling in love, moving exactly. together, like those those are things that were- Those like, are things you can yeah. fucking talk about. And yeah. those, are, those are more relatable than me talking about- Keith Robinson used to hate this joke when I do it. I had a joke about Ninja Turtles and all this shit, and he goes, I fucking hate it. But, Is that because Keith doesn't like Ninja Turtles? He loves the Ninja Turtles, He just but he broke it down to me. He goes, if you're, your audience- don't want to hear that up top. He's like, they may like it when they get used to yeah, you yeah, yeah. and they know your your humor and you can go in and out of shape. He goes, you're trying to still create a following and a fan base. He was like, talk about what's real to you and fucking grab that. Mm -hmm. But every by talk doing this podcast, you can tell that yeah. being in the Ninja Turtles and all that shit is <laughs> yeah. like a real part of yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm a, I'm a man now and I feel like yeah, that now. That's cool. I, I've always had to be responsible growing up, mm -hmm. coming up, but now. In comedy, I feel a little bit more mature, and in life, I feel more mature. Yeah. Like when you live with your girlfriend, y'all are taking care of each other. Yep. And yeah, and you know, you might not want to admit it, but there's certain things that you can't do. Yep. Or or there's things, even if you choose to do them, you got to understand how much work you got to put in. Or like, the I repercussions love, of yeah, things. I love sneakers. I still love yeah. shoes. I still love clothes. She do too. Uh, her job is more stable than mine, so yep. I understand if I buy something. Also, if I buy something for me, I'll try to buy it for her, too. Yeah. So I understand that if I buy a fucking pair of sneakers, I got to, you know how many jokes I got to tell? You know yeah, how yeah. many nights I got to stay up and yeah. stay out? So I'm like, oh, that's responsibility. You got to yeah. pay the price to live the life you want. And yeah. before, you didn't, I didn't really get that shit. Yeah, you got to almost know, like, okay, well, that's sneakers cost X. I make X amount of spot. Yeah. And it's going to take me X amount of spots to pay for those sneakers. Get yeah. that. And get, uh, I'm getting into the creative portion of comedy, mm -hmm. whereas, uh, where a lot of people are interested in my story about growing up in foster care. You do have a very like interesting that. story, yeah. And, I, and I'm really going to sit down, and that's going to be my uh, project over the summer. I wrote a show. Uh, that's kind of just being out there and uh, production people are talking about it and they're uh, having meetings and I met with a couple people. But next thing is a book, maybe a feature, and then a special. Okay. And I wanna, I got that plan so where wanna, I just want to fucking so you, do all that shit. So you're tagging the special at the very end. Yeah, I think because I think if I did, if I had the opportunity to release a show and a book, I mean, if I had the the opportunity to do a show, I would want to do a special right after that. Because yeah. if the show is on, people go, "Who's that guy? Course, Who's that course, guy?" Yeah. And then they see that special and boom. Yeah, yeah. And a book, the same thing, where they go, "Who the fuck is this? I like this book." Boom. Remember, a child called it. You ever read that book? You ever forced to read that book? I remember. Up? I remember the book. I couldn't tell. You. I I remember the book. It was about a, yeah. uh, a guy, and he was uh, he talked about. His life in foster care, he's mm -hmm. being abused and all that shit. And then they had a child called it, a man. Uh, there was like three of them. A child called it, 
whatever the second one is, and then the next one was like a man named Dave. And yeah. He grew up and he's having family and all that shit. And I kind of want to do a memoir style thing. And I lived in a lot of different homes. Yeah. I I always say I lived in uh, maybe what is it, fourteen homes in fifteen years. Wow. So I don't know if I want to group them all together and just put out a big book, or do like a kind of like a a ch- like like you chunk it up. Yeah. Maybe yeah, yeah. you know like from when I was younger, what happened, and then middle, and then adult, and do it like that. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I would want to definitely make a a movie, but not based on my life, but based on like maybe a character who's okay. like dealing with like repercussions of foster care. And then I want to do a special. And I and Hassan Hassan's special was so phenomenal. And I always wanted to do like a one man show type shit because I would watch Robin Williams. His his Broadway thing, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then Whoopi Goldberg's, and then John Leguizamo, and even though I lo- I love doing stand up, but I was always like, I think if I ever talk about my past, I would want to do like an illustration, like a like a big production, like have a fucking like a sta- stage, like a whole stage, and, or, and, the, yeah. and the, have the backdrop of the house I grew up in, like I have, yeah. Yeah, you know, like not even no, grew up in, but the it, house it all started in. It definitely makes too. sense to kind of do that. It's way more one man show like. Yeah, and aligns itself more. Actually, I don't know if you've checked out Chris Gethard's most recently special, but I uh, loved it. Yeah, career suicide. Career suicide. I thought it was dope. Yeah, we everybody had, sitting on the floor. Everyone's yeah. kind of hanging out. He yeah. talks about this is what I felt. I felt depressed, and this is how yeah. I dealt with it. All that kind of stuff, and. I think that lends itself way more subject matter wise to like what you're talking about yeah. than just getting up and telling jokes about how you're in foster care. That's how my life, my yeah. show on the road is. My show on the road is definitely changed from just regular stand up doing jokey jokes to now and I'm like here I am talking about something I'm passionate about. Yeah. And I get re- I sometimes I get angry like if I'm like I'm still in that phase of my career where they got a certain clubs I'm not a draw in so I, they got to paper the room. Yeah. They got to do that uh, four tickets for the twenty dollars deal and shit yeah. like that, and I'll get I still get the opportunity to make new fans, but I get people who don't know what the show is. Yeah, they don't know what they're getting, so they come and they're drunk and they're rowdy, and then they get this guy who's going up and going, "I was raised in foster care, and here's what I dealt with," and they're kind of like laughing, but they be like. Yeah. Yeah, when the fuck is this dude going yeah. to talk about? Tell jokes, funny man. Tell yeah, yeah, yeah tell yeah. some jokes and shit like that. Yeah, yeah. So I'm going through that that tough that stage in comedy now, where it's just like you got to fight for what you want. Yeah, you know what I mean. It was just like I'm not going to change for the audience. They got to change because they got to realize this is a different show from whoever's going to be here next week yeah. or here who was here last week. It also it almost sounds like it's something that would benefit more. Outside of comedy clubs, I, I black, think box theaters, black box theater, a small yeah. little, you know, a small some sort of alternative room, yeah. uh, something like that. Because a comedy club, it's exactly what you described. It's yeah, it's people on a Friday night had a had a rough week. They got a babysitter. They want to go drink some dr- yeah. drinks and eat some food and have a good time and laugh. Yep. And you coming in with like foster kid material might just be a little too heavy for them. You yeah, know? and and I definitely feel it. So like right now, I've been talking to my managers and they've been pushing that. From the beginning, when they when we first started working together, they were like, "We think your story should be more of an intimate thing. Yeah, it should be an intimate thing. Stop trying that." Because I was like, "Oh, the special's gonna be this," and they were very like, "Make it intimate. Let's do yeah, intimate." Yeah. And now, and after seeing after seeing Hassan's thing, because you don't really see stand up like that. Like I'm lying. Fucking Colin Quinn has yeah, always Colin been Quinn's murdering like, it. Burbiglia, um, Burbiglia has yeah. been killing it. 
Fucking Christopher Titus, he still yeah, does his, shit like that. I love his stuff. Is Titus. hilarious. His shit is hilarious. Yeah, his and is it's always one man showish. It's always one man show. Yeah, I feel like everything he's ever done has been a one yeah. man show. But you that. forget that you can still continue that and do that. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? At least being in comedy, like I, I don't know. I treat it. I think it's more. It's still like hip hop, where sometimes you want to go with the trend and you look around. Yeah, you know what I mean. So that's kind of what my goal is for the summer. Is just yeah. to really write to put together. A good, wholesome show. And the stand gave me a residency. Okay. Uh, to really test that out. And the first show is uh, July 23rd. Oh, that's great. And I didn't know that. Sunday. And I picked 23 is my favorite number just from Jordan. Jordan. And LeBron but also, <laughs> the eight, at the age of 23, was like probably like the best year of my life. Okay. I aged out at 21. Out of the foster I was like, out of foster care. Okay. I was like bouncing around. But then I got like. At like, in like 21, 22-ish, I got my own place. Okay. Then I started really getting, I, I was already doing comedy, got a little bit more popular. Uh, I was doing better with women. I was figuring out myself a little bit more, and I felt I felt like I was independent. And so it, 23. And gotcha. 23, yeah. So you should, so that's like, isn't that like the name of like an Adele record? Are, 23, are, yeah. Are all her records the name, the year she put out the record? Yeah. The age she was? Yeah. You should, you should mimic the Adele cover. And just be 23. <laughs> Monroe, Monroe, 23. 23. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't do that. I do that in a bit where I go, I didn't get a pillowcase. Until, I had pillowcases, but I didn't have pillows until 23, and that's very true. Wow, man. I, I mean, used to stick fucking, I had pillowcases, and I would stick like my coats and shit into there. Into the goddamn. Pool. I mean, some, you know, it's 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 one of those things though where it's good to see, not good to see hardship, obviously, but it's good to see people like that come out of it in a positive way with a positive. Oh yeah. Influence because like it very well could have gone a different path for you. Like yeah, you every know, day, you know. every day it could have. I know people who you know it definitely didn't turn out the way they would have liked it, but you can you control. The outcome. Now you can control. You control how you view the outcome. Yes. Okay. Yeah. There's certain things that are out of your uh, control, but you control how you react to it and how you're going to keep persevering and dealing with that shit. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah totally. And so that's how I look at it. I look at I it mean, like that. Yeah. I mean, like I have friends that like they still kind of blame their parents, and it's like you're my age, man. Like you're old yeah. enough to be a parent yourself. You're old enough to have your own job. You're old enough yeah. to have a mortgage, house apartment whatever it is you want yeah. there's a point where you need to just kind of shed that and i understand yeah. it's difficult yeah and i get that but like i got i got friends where it's like it's like you're almost 40 yeah. and like your biggest gripe in life is that like you didn't get certain things when you were a kid yeah. like there's way there's way shittier scenarios that could this could have played out for you no nah, I, I i struggle with that now because yeah. you know i wasn't raised by my mom me and my mom still have like a weird relationship and like I, me and my girl talked, and like I kind of broke down. I was like, yeah. I don't know my mom. Like yeah. I know my mom. Me and my yeah. mom talk every day. I don't know anything about her. Yeah. I, I, I don't. I know just as much as you would know if you sat and talked to her for like twenty minutes. Okay. And my mom is a very, she's very loud and stuff like that. But she's very good at like never letting you inside. Yeah. And you know, my mom still deals with her struggles. And it took a while for me to get over that anger. Yeah. For and like I, I love my mom on all that stuff. And I go through these periods where I'm just like, I just want her to be a better person. Cause my mom, like right now, she's she's doing good. She's getting yeah. her life together. And she my mom's like maybe like fifty four now. Okay. She's getting her life together. And at first I go, Well, she should have already got her shit together. Yeah. Uh, and uh, why didn't she get her shit together the moment me and my of sister course. were taken from her? And then as an adult, I'm like, life is fucking hard. Yeah. 
Yeah. Life is hard. So I get that. And I yeah. and I try to and I have to forgive her every day. And I don't tell her that, but I yeah. forgive in my mind. For I you, go, well, you have to do it for mm. yourself to move yeah. on. Like it's not even for her anymore. It's for yeah. yourself. Yeah. And that's the point I think I'm trying to make is that I have mm-hmm. some friends who like literally are like it's like you can either choose to let this baggage weigh you down for the rest of your life. Yeah. Or you can choose to say this happened. I acknowledge it. Yeah. I I, I got to process it how I need to process it, but I also need to put it behind me so I can move forward. Yeah, and, and I think that's what and I think it's more what you're trying to do than, than just put it behind, put yeah. it behind me, but also look at it in this thing. I'm like I was given even I I say blessed, and I don't know if you're religion. I mean religious. I'm I was blessed. Keith said this. He was like you're blessed with misfortune. Yeah, meaning I was given a talent, and then I was given something to fuel this talent. Keith is like your Yoda. I love Keith. <laughs> like Keith is like Keith is, and I tell him all the time. I go, he's like a dad to me. He's like yeah, a yeah. father to me. So like we like any chance I get, like I'll take him out to eat, and I try not to even ask him for advice anymore because he's giving me a lot of advice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? He's giving totally. me a lot of advice, and I've always tried to work hard and shit. But I used to, but I would never talk about growing up with foster care. And then I met him. He was like, talk about that shit. He goes, you got something that a lot of comics don't have. Yeah, you yeah. have something to talk about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He goes, you have something that people can fucking gravitate to. And fucking, and you already have this personality where people feel they know you yeah. anyway. Yeah. So he was like, fucking open up. Talk about it. Do it. So I do that. I talk about it. I'm trying to, I stopped trying to force relationships. Like I was trying to force my mom to be different and change, but now I just accept her. I said, she'll call me and she'll talk for like 40 minutes about nothing. Mm-hmm. And it'll just about <laughs> nothing. And she'll get it. I'll be like, hey, mom, how you doing? I don't know, I'll tell you. <laughs> I, got, I don't know what to do. Well, you don't, don't let her. She'll I do, mean, do that shit. I mean, yeah. you clearly need to have a relationship with your mother yeah. and if, it's, if possible, but at the same time, like, you know, you, it sounds like you understand that, like, okay, I got to keep her here so yeah. I can continue going down here. Yeah. yeah, yeah so. Same thing with my dad. Like, yeah. I, 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 me and my dad got cool again. Uh, After Last Comic Standing? Was it one of those classic stories? No, it was. My uh, son's on TV. Got to find him. He didn't even him. watch it. He didn't know I was on, like, I, at least according to him, he didn't know I was on Last Comic Standing. Uh, he didn't know I was on TV until after Jermaine Fowler filmed a special in DC. Yep. And I went to me and a bunch of people. We like, if it's like a friend of ours, regardless if we like friends that are like, oh, we've struggled together. If I admire your work yeah. and you are close, I'll support. Yeah, yeah. That's how I, I believe comics just always support each other and always fucking like. Not pat each other on the back, but always be like, yeah. oh, you're doing something? Let me support that. Got it. And it's not just for me. So we all went to D.C. We got hotels. Uh, we drove with Keith. Keith, actually, he got us a hotel. That was amazing of him. Yeah. He got us a hotel. We all shared a room, and we went to Jermaine's thing. And my dad reached out to me. He was like, hey, how's everything? When's the next time I see you? He's like, i really like to see you. Just and I was like, well, I'm in D.C. He was like. Oh, yeah, let's hang out. Oh. So he flaked the first day. Uh-oh. He flaked the day that out, like the day we got there early in the afternoon, maybe like, uh, not the afternoon, we got there like 11 o'clock, and he was supposed to meet me at like 2, and then it was like 3 came, and then he was like, oh, I won't be able to do it, blah, blah, yeah. blah. So um, stand, my expectations were never high anywhere. So I was yeah. like, yeah, whatever. But then he was like, but where are you staying at? And I was like, oh, I gave him the hotel, and he actually showed up to the hotel. Okay. I didn't tell none of my friends because yeah. I didn't believe it was going to happen. All of my friends, they was like, who the fuck is this dude that <laughs> looks like Monroe but isn't Monroe? 
Uh, my dad showed up. My dad has been to prison and stuff, so my dad is like a real muscular guy. Okay. But just put a little bit of fat on him. So okay. he's like big and black. That was his nickname, Black. Okay. Yeah. Black. That was his Black. That was his street name. <laughs> okay. He, he used to sell drugs and beat people up, and that's what they called him, Black. Okay. He showed up with a date. He came with like a girl he was seeing at the time, or at least I think it's his like fiance now. And he showed up, and my friends were like, who the fuck is this guy that's sitting there? And I was like, oh, y'all, this is my dad. And I remember when I was skipping a beat, Jermaine came downstairs. Oh. We're all sitting at the table eating breakfast, and everybody's like a little bit quiet and nervous, like, who the fuck did Monroe bring us that? And then uh, your bouncer. I, your go, security. Jermaine, I go, Keith goes, ah. I go, hey, Jermaine, this is my dad. Uh, dad, this is Jermaine. He goes, nigga, that ain't your dad. He goes, nigga, you don't got no dad. My brother got no dad. And then my dad, he laughs and gets uncomfortable. He goes, he goes, uh, yeah, but yeah, that's my boy. And he goes, oh, 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 shit, shit, shit. Yeah, my bad. Oh, fuck. Whoo, yeah. What's up? How you doing? It was without skipping me. Just like, that nigga don't got no dad to his face. <laughs> comics, man. So comics I loved it. That's but that was a moment my dad deserved that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. He deserved that. He deserved that shit. <laughs> but it was fucking oh, it's good. Great. And we would try to develop a relationship, but I felt like it was forced. Mm -hmm. It was one of those things where he'll go, I'm going to come to New York and I'm going to see you. We're going to make a day and I want you to show me comedy. And I just want to be like, oh, pump your brakes a little bit. Let's do a <laughs> dinner. Let's yeah. hang out before I introduce you to this world yeah, of yeah, mine. Yeah, totally. You know what I mean? And that never happened. Yeah. He came to New York, and he was like a security guard for some company, and they were, like, going to play golf, and they brought him up there with him, and he was at, like, the Dykeman uh, golf course or some shit. Uh. And I was like, hey, here's my uh, here's my schedule for my spots. Come through. And, like, once again, it was like once it got close to that hour, ah, I'm getting caught up and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But I'm old enough to be like, eh, I don't give yeah, a fuck. Yeah, I'm yeah. going to go. I, was with, I wasn't with my girl. I was like, yeah, I'm going to go not, fuck bitches. You're not, <laughs> you're not sitting on, like, your curb with the, your baseball bat in hand waiting yeah. for dad to come play catch with you or something yeah. like that. Like, but that, that whole, but that was my life. Kind of, like, put me in this state of where I don't, either believe people or I don't depend on people or count on people. And sometimes that's good and sometimes that's bad. Cause you yeah. gotta you gotta have the ability to give people the benefit of the doubt. And if they're gonna say they're gonna do something, let them do it. Yeah. But sometimes I don't and I'm quick to be like, Oh yeah, I don't believe you're gonna do it, so I'm gonna do it myself. Yeah. Like even my managers, me and my managers struggle with that because their job is to manage and the fucking do all the behind the scenes shit, but I'm quick to be like, no, I'm gonna call them and I'm gonna yeah. do this, and that ain't good most of the time. You gotta fucking be able to take yeah, a step yeah, back. Yeah, yeah, let your team kind of do. Yeah. Well, prove that they're your team first yeah. of all. Prove they yeah. can get it done for your behalf. Exactly. So yeah, so I, I mean, like that situation, but <laughs> I got my girl now. Yeah. Uh, she's great. She deals with me, and I always tell her. <laughs> I go, I love you, and I love you more for putting, I don't know how the fuck you put up with this shit. I go, I don't know how you put up it's with It's tough, man. Like, I mean, I know a lot of comedians that kind of, uh, they have difficulty having a relationship, and I know a lot of comedians that kind of go through some bullshit, or mm -hmm. go through, like, those crazy single years where it's like, yeah. you're, 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 you're basically in your new city every night, and you're talking yeah. to new, new women every night, and there's new opportunities every night, to, like, being married and happy because they're married, and, yeah. or, or, 
You know, sometimes it just takes a little bit of growing up. Like if yeah. you settled down with, if you met your girl yeah. at 24, 25, you yeah. probably wouldn't be ready for the relationship. I wouldn't, yeah. and I, when I met her, I wasn't ready. And I told her that, I told her that after the fact. I kind of <laughs> just stopped talking to her abruptly. Okay. And then when I told her, like when we got together, she made me work for it, like to get, like to really make something of this. Yeah, yeah. But I was like, if I would have told you the truth and go, I like you, I want you around, but I don't want to be in a relationship now. And I was like, yeah. you would have fucking left. Yeah. I go, so I had to make that uh, that decision to fucking yeah. just kind of peace out and then work my way back in there. Yeah. But I'm happy I'm in a relationship. I do the road and, yeah, you meet, I meet different people and you get to talk to, like, different people. Like, you'll meet a girl or whatever. You'll talk to her. But I'm like, I got, my girl's fucking dope. You know what yeah. I mean? And I can and I'm like, she's at home. And yeah, she's yeah. here. This chick is probably only interested because of comedy. Yeah. And she likes my story. My girl knows more. She didn't get my girl didn't even know what the fuck I did for like oh, yeah. a year. Oh wow. Yeah. I would like she met even though she met me at a comedy club, like she met me at the standing room. The standing room is more focused on drinks yeah, than it is a, comedy. It's a, it's a small area. So yeah. it's a smaller area and stuff like that. So she went in there for drinks and see some dude on stage that her friend was like, I'm gonna hook you up with him. Right? And then we went out a couple times and I were bringing her to comedy clubs and she was a little uncomfortable because she was like, I don't know what this is. She yeah, was like, yeah. I know what stand up is, but I don't I don't I'm understand this world. world. I don't yeah. understand this world. Yeah. And now like uh she got to meet people who I got to fucking meet. She got yeah. to meet fucking um what, uh, what's his name? What's the cook dude? She only gives a fuck about uh Bobby Flay. No, not Bobby Flay. We haven't Mario got a chance Mitali? to meet Bobby. Emerald Lagasse. The fucking Hell's Kitchen guy. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, he winked Gordon at Ramsay. Him. Gordon yeah. Ramsay. Yeah. He, like, we went to, we were at, like, a party, and then, like, he, like we were walking by, and, like, she was, like, all giddy, and then he was just, like, like gave her a wink. And <laughs> I was like, who the fuck? I didn't say it, but I was like, who the fuck is he winking at? <laughs> <laughs> Who's but, this British guy? But even that, she still, like, that was awesome. But I still, she's like, I, I get what you do. But yeah. she was like, it makes you happy. And I see how much it stresses you out, but then when you're like doing something you love and you're winning, I see how happy it makes yeah, you. Yeah, of course. So she was just like, as long as you continue to do that and you can support yourself and then all that shit, she was like, you're good. That's what you need, man. You need a girl yeah. that supports you like that. You need, you need anyone in your corner. You need someone that's got your back. You yeah. Know? But that's I'll great. like do the road and like people will be like, hey, come hang out. And I'll be like, and I'll straight up be like, yeah, sure, I got a girl. I'll, I'll hang out if all the comics are there. I yeah. was like, well, I got a chick. So it ain't gonna be really none of that. Like, yeah, oh, let's flirt and shit. I was like, I don't want to waste my time. I traveled. <laughs> I traveled a lot like a week ago, a week, mm-hmm. week and a half ago, and halfway through, I'm like, I just want to go home, sleep in my bed, say hi to my it. wife. That's you know what all. I, mean? like, <laughs> I just want to do that. And sometimes my girl don't even want to talk to me. Yeah, I just want to be get same, home. She just, just be the same, on the couch. But also just be in the same room as in the same yeah. building as her. Like yeah. just like ah, I'm home. Yeah. I know you're home. Say hi to my dogs. You know that you got dogs. I, got two. Oh, I can't wait to get fucking. Dogs. I got I got a yard. I moved. I live in Central Jersey. It's a very farmland area. I got yeah. about an acre of land, and the dogs just run around like maniacs. That's but, dope. I, 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 took a, I ripped a bird out of the other, one of them's mouth the other day. He caught a bird. Like out of the air? Like out of the, I, I, don't, I don't know if, I didn't see him catch it, uh-huh. but he sure as shit had a bird in his mouth. So he either caught it out of the air, ambushed snuck it, up on it, it, snuck yeah. up on it in the nest, or it was like limp and already like in trouble, and he just grabbed it. You didn't but, let him eat it? No, no, <laughs> no, no. But like, I'm like, what? It's a puppy. It's about a year. It's about a year old. It'd be like yeah. a year in July, and she's out there, and like, she's kind of like shaking her head with something. I'm like, what the hell? She got? And I thought it was like a, 
a stick or something. Yeah. And I got to go closer. I'm like, that's a goddamn bird. And I'm like, drop the bird. God. Because, you know, I didn't want her coming in there and then all of a sudden she's licking me. And yeah. it's like, get the fuck out of here. But like, yeah. yeah so like, I, I have a dog that has now successfully caught like one or two birds in our backyard. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. That's more than a kid with a dog. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Damn kid. Damn can't, kid. Can't, can't catch, catch a goddamn a bird. bird in his mouth. <laughs> yeah, so I, got, so I got that going on. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's just fun to kind of go home and just, you know, sit on your back porch and listen to some crickets, you know. And then, oh, man. And then you I come to the city to every day and you deal with yeah. all this bullshit and you kind of go to like, you know, this neutral corner. So. Yeah, we live in Jackson Heights. We got a, a, a one and a half bedroom. We made it ours. We got a couch that is way too big for the place, but we don't give a fuck. We got a couch that seats 12 people. <laughs> Without a problem, with no fucking problem, it seats 12 people. <laughs> and we both were like... Yeah, we thought it would, it fit, but we thought it was going to be a little smaller and it's too big. And we're both like, look, and we're both like, I'm not getting rid of it. No, I'm no. not getting rid of it. And she's like, fuck it. And we just, I can't, I just can't wait till, I don't like hanging out. Like I hang out for comedy reasons because yeah, yeah. you got to hang out. You got to be course. a part of the scene. Of course. Because that's how you just, you stay relevant. You stay fresh, of right? Of course, of course. But I, a lot of times I just want to go home. Yep. And like sit next to her and we like eat and we shoot the shit. I stopped smoking weed, but we used to just get high and fucking just watch. She'll watch like wrestling with me, like pay-per-views yeah. every Sunday. And we would just get fucking high <laughs> and then call bullshit. Like that storyline sucked. He stinks on the mic. He flubbed that move. This guy's working stiff. Oh, it's so and great. And she would watch it with me oh, and we would so just do that shit. And I like that. And yeah. that's why I'm like, I don't cheat or anything. Because I'm like, no one else is going to give me that. Yeah. You know what I mean? No one else is going to be like, she's. that's genuinely her. Like, she's not watching it for me. She's yeah. watching it because she likes that shit. Yeah, yeah. That's cool, man. You know that's what I mean? Cool. Yeah. Well, it's it's uh, it sounds like uh, you're kind of on a good path, man. Yeah, Ooh, man. You just got to stay positive and fucking work, work, work. Yeah, it's what, I mean, it's, it's everyone wants a secret formula, and the formula's like, it's do more work. It's fucking working. <laughs> it's all it is, man. Sometimes. Every comment, I've been lucky enough. I, I don't want to say luck. I hate using the word luck because yeah. luck fortunate, always. Fortunate enough. Fortunate, I'll say fortunate, right? Luck means that you still, luck is like, oh, it just happened for the sake of happening. Yeah. Fortunate still means like there's, there's some work involved. Yes. And I've been fortunate enough to work with the people who I watch. Like I like Jim Gaffigan. It's still fucking amazing that I like I was on Jim Gaffigan's show and I can sit down and talk to him at a comedy club. Yeah. And he's been doing it for maybe like thirty years. Yeah. And that but seeing that and seeing that he has a fucking family of five, his woman is the director and a producer now. Yep. And he's a director producer. He gotta work. Yeah. And it takes time. It and it's just like it's no. I used to be in like this rush of like I gotta get this done. I gotta do this. But it's like now it's like no. You do stand up and you create shit. Yep. You know what I mean. And that's where I'm in. Why I'm at in comedy, whereas where I'm like I know how to do stand up. I know how to continue to get better in stand up. Let me work on something else. Yeah. Let me really build a legacy for myself. Yeah. Well, you it know? sounds like you're right where you need to be this time. This yeah. Time of your career, so it's great. Time, I feel like you and I have this kindred spirit about Comic Con too. I, I love fucking Comic Con. Am I ever? Am I going to be able to go this year? <laughs> when is it? it, it well, the, the one in New York is in uh, October. October. So. I think I'm going in October. Like, oh, fucking. Because because I feel like the last two Comic Cons has been like me and you finding each other somewhere in the streets. Yeah. So I give <laughs> like, you a Comic Con Yo, badge. What's up? <laughs> I fucks with Comic Con. I know. And I then go New and buy stuff. And the New York one's bigger than the San Diego one now. 
Really? As far as as far as attendance, it's it's got. I think the last the last two years, I think, have gotten have brought more people as far as buying badges than the, the San Diego. Because one. now they're doing like private screenings yeah. and all that stuff, and they're having more panels. It's still yeah. not like the glitz and glamour of Hollywood that San Diego is. Where it's oh like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, the weather's show... better out there. It's fucking jury is shit in October here. <laughs> yeah, but it's also like it's super easy to get to from San Diego. You come yeah. down and do a little promo for your new Avengers film, and yeah. you walk in, you know, and you're a goddamn god in that. Giant Hall. Yeah. Fucking Comic-Con, man. Man, Comic-Con is dope. I, 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 I want to go this year. All right, we'll figure it out. We'll figure, we it, out. figure it the fuck out. We did this awesome thing last year that you weren't involved with, and I think it was just a scheduling problem. And yeah. if I can make it happen this year, I want to have you I told That's why I want to... I'm going to look at my phone yeah, afterwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was yeah. a superhero fantasy draft. Yeah. We had just a bunch of comedians pick their five. If they were to make a team of the, uh, the Avengers or the Suicide Squad, yeah. you would pick your five. Yeah. And it got nuts. Yeah. It got, it got hairy. We had Louis J. Gomez in there. Who would he pick? A bunch he had, of rapey. He superheroes. <laughs> well, his thing was he's he's like I know nothing about comic books. I'm uh-huh. gonna fucking win this. It's gonna be yeah. awesome. And uh, he picked like you know actually it was very like <laughs> like sort of somewhat homosexual undertones to his really? entire team. It was like <laughs> it was like the beefy Hulk, the beefy yeah. Thor. Like it was all like jacked. Everybody's jacked <laughs> and slow. <laughs> yeah, it was it was so funny. So half naked. Yeah, yeah. So, like, I, I, I love the fact that people love comics now. Like, I grew up reading comic books. Yeah. The Predator. Well, I'm not The Predator. The Punisher. Yeah. Warzone and War Journal. I read yeah. that shit constantly. I never, got a, I never got a chance to read any of the dangerous ones. Oh, yeah? When I was younger, I told, I, I think we discussed this last time. When I was younger, I was, like, in group homes and stuff. Yeah, and yeah. they censored everything. If we got rap albums, it had to be clean. Oh. If we got comic books and video games, we... We weren't allowed to play Street Fighter or anything with cartoon violence in it. Punisher was off limits. Only Spider-Man uh, comic book was not there. What's the the kiddier version? The spectacular. There's a spectacular. There was the amazing. Amazing spectacular was a little bit more dark. Yeah, and then there spectacular was, like a- was with the uh, place in the future. And no, no, a, no! That was like Spider-Man twenty twenty-two or something like that. Twenty twenty-one. Really? There wasn't there a future one. Not that. No, I'm not talking about like the future future one. I'm uh, talking about the one where it was a little bit more darker. Okay. Yeah, and but, I think that was the spectacular Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah. Because the amazing was the 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 regular run. Yeah. And that was the one that when I got into comic books, Todd McFarlane was drawing, yeah. mm-hmm. and like that, I followed artists around because I was a big art fan. Mm. Like I actually was at president of my art honor society in high school. Yeah. So like I would follow like Todd McFarlane around yeah. and Joe Casada Jr. and like all those guys that like I was like oh I got to find out more about this guy. So like yeah. when Image Comics was created because it was like all those guys, mm-hmm. you know, all the big like uh, you know comic book artists they basically created Image. So I was like yeah. I'm in Savage Dragon. Yeah. Uh, and all that stuff. What like you're wearing a Batman shirt? Was Batman like your? Yeah, Batman is the shit. Batman is everybody's favorite. <laughs> and this this is an artist by the name of Phil Fung in yeah. Miami. He made this shirt. And I was like, I gotta get one. And out of the kindness of his heart, he sent me an entire box of superhero shirts that oh, he made like this. That's incredible. And I'm a little too big for some of them now. It fits you good. This one fits me good. Yeah. This is the, because it's black, and black always looks like it fits good. <laughs> he had a Superman one. He had uh, a Captain America one. But every Batman is everybody's favorite. Yeah. I don't know anybody that hates Batman. No, I don't hate Batman. He was just not the first one I went for. Like, I, really? I, I liked, you know, I liked, you know, obviously, basically everything Frank Miller did for Batman is being adapted to a movie at this point. Yeah. But uh, th- those are the ones I gravitated towards, or like the crazy ones that were like, it was it the death of Robin or one of those kinds yeah. of things? But I was, I was way more Marvel guy than DC. I liked. Everybody likes Marvel, but everybody likes Batman. Uh, when I was the first superhero 
thing yeah. I got into was X-Men. Yeah, but my first favorite X-Men was Gambit. And I love Gambit. Gambit. Gambit was the shit, and they have never given him more. <laughs> you're, you're so, like, yeah. Gambit is so great in the yeah. books. Yeah. He was even good. Remember the animated series that came out in like the mid-90s? <laughs> That's it. Yeah. <laughs> That one was that one was great. And that gambit was too smooth though. But he, but he was like you know he was hitting on women, saying things like yeah. Cherie and all that Mon kind of Cherie. that, that yeah. crazy like you know was it a Cajun accent that he yeah. had. I like that gambit, but uh, he he kind of freaked me out a little bit too because he didn't have eyes. Didn't he just have like white spaces? Yeah, for he eyes? had the white spaces for eyes. But Storm had the same thing. Yeah, Storm so. didn't have eyes. So. Uh, Wolverine didn't have eyes. <laughs> maybe, maybe they just didn't like anime. There's a lot of people who didn't have. Jubilee had eyes. Yeah, yeah. Professor Xavier had eyes. Anybody with their mask on didn't have yeah, like I eyes. Guess, they I had guess white yeah, things. I guess that's true. I guess that's true. So, yeah. so yeah. And then they, oh, Cyclops didn't have eyes. Cyclops <laughs> didn't have no goddamn. <laughs> but he got red glasses. And that's all it takes is red freaking frames. Cy Cyclops is always one of those guys where it's like I felt bad for him. Because he's a badass. Yeah. He was the leader of the X-Men. you got to be kind of a badass to lead the X-Men. Yeah. Well, fucking no one cared. Like, no one cared <laughs> because they started to pussify him they with did. the whole gene. They did. Uh, that love triangle. Yeah. Just like, nah, make him kick ass. <laughs> make him fuck people up. I know. Cyclops and Cyclops did some dickish things. You know? like, yeah. like there's, I've definitely read like those comic book rundown list of like 10 dickish things Cyclops has done. And it's yeah. like, you know, he, mar he, like, he marries like a doppelganger of like his ex-dead wife. And didn't he like marry, uh, not marry, but didn't he end up hooking up with Mrs. Frost or whatever her name Emma is? Frost? Emma Frost. He I didn't fuck he did. with her. He I fucked he, around with her. he fucked around with her too. Yeah. So. I mean, he definitely did some dickish shit, but like yeah. Cyclops became like this pussy and like everyone's yeah. like, Wolverine's a total badass. Everyone yeah. wanted to be Wolverine. And yeah. I remember Colossus being really big because of the video game, the yeah. arcade game where you go, yeah. Yeah, he took up whole the whole screen. Took up the whole like screen. Yeah. So like, I remember everyone be like, "Oh, Cyclops!" And then Nightcrawler was cool as shit because he had that like. But who did you thing. play with? I think I, I played with Psylocke. I never played with Psylocke. She was great in that fucking game. I did. I was. You talking was, about the joint for Sega, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, cool, there's cool. that, and there was also the the arcade game, the arcade version of it. Oh yeah, yeah. They, they got that at Barcade. Into... Do they really? Yeah. I gotta go check that out. That man. one stays packed. Barcade on in Chelsea, the one on twenty fourth. I wanna say I wanna say it was a was it a Konami was it a Konami game? Because like I remember that in the Ninja Turtles game, the arcade game. Okay, so yeah, it's yeah, a yeah. side scroll. Oh yeah, it is a side scroll. It's a yeah, side yeah. scroll yeah, and yeah, it's yeah. because the one on Sega you get to I the one on Sega you play with Psylocke. We're getting deep here. And that's what uh, <laughs> it was Psylocke, Wolverine, the Nightcrawler, and like two other people. And then the, the side scroll one that looked just like the Simpsons game. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just like Ninja Turtles game. Yeah, 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 that's yeah, the yeah. arcade one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the, the, yeah. That's the one I play with all the time with my friends, man. I was, I was right. game because you got the stick. Yeah. You fuck people up with a stick. Yeah. Or Nightcrawler. I definitely, and like everyone would try to grab Wolverine first. So like you yeah. never could grab Wolverine. All he, all he did was that barrage. That's all Wolverine yeah, did. Yeah, the Berserker attack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, that but, berserker. And you're but, like, it, eh. but it's fucking Wolverine. Everyone's so psyched about that too. Storm was better than the Storm was better in that game. There, there are plenty more powerful mutants than Wolverine, but Wolverine yeah. was the most badass. Yeah, you know what I mean. So like that's why everyone wanted to be Wolverine. But like yeah, so X Men I was kind of into for a little bit. Like I definitely like the stuff when like they started introducing like Deadpool and Cable and all that yeah. stuff. But like for for dude, it was like the Amazing Spider Man for me. It was it was the Punisher for me. I would definitely mm -hmm. read the Punishers, but I also would like read a lot of these oddball titles. Like I like I would read like random like off shooters like Ninja Turtle titles. There's one called the right. Mighty Mutamals. The Mighty Mutamals? It was like mutant, it was like second generation Ninja Turtles where they mutated things that weren't just turtles. But were they great? No, 
know. It was fucking <laughs> terrible. I don't know why I read it, I, but I fucking, I fucking, or like, like DC rolled out like the Black Condor, which was like a new superhero. I think it lasted I like Black Condor. I, I feel yeah. like it lasted like ten books, like yeah. 10, 10, 10 months, and it was gone. Like I would always try to find like, oh man, what's the shit that no one else is reading? I'm going to try to read that. There's a reason people aren't reading. There it. was a reason. I learned yeah. that. I learned that. But, but they yeah. did that with the cartoons. Remember Biker Mice from Mars and the Street yeah, Sharks. Yeah, yeah. All that oh, was because sharks. of uh. Ninja Turtles. Well, that was because like the Ninja Turtles were are, were always fascinating. I was a huge Ninja Turtle. Ninja, fan. Ninja Turtles were the shit. I I yeah. literally I wore Ninja Turtles T-shirts. Yeah. I had an outfit I bought at Disney World, the Disney Marketplace, when I went there. I was ten or eleven years old. Little too li- little too old to be into Ninja Turtles as hard as course. Really? Like, oh yeah. <laughs> like like all my friends were, like done with Ninja Turtles by the time they're like nine. I'm like ten or eleven. So no, nah, I thought you were about to say I still see people in Ninja Turtles like, uh, apparel at yeah, like twenty. Yeah, but I feel like that culture has kind of come back with the rise of the movies. Yeah. It's made it cool to wear. A, well, Star Wars never really went out of style, but like it made it cool all of a sudden to wear a Captain America shirt again. Yeah, like, like that wasn't happening when I was in high school. Like yeah. when I was in high school, it was like when grunge was peaking. Yeah, I'm a little older than you, obviously, but like, but also you went to a white high school. <laughs> there was no grunge in black high school. You know, school. What? <laughs> you know what's funny is I did go. My my high school was pretty racially mixed. I would say it was probably about. Probably about thirty percent black, ten percent okay. Asian, and then the rest would be white. Yeah, yeah, but it was it was a pretty mixed high school I went to. Mm-hmm. But but that's when grunge was getting big and everyone was yeah. into that. And like that song was everywhere. And like Nirvana, it just wasn't cool to like yeah. read Punisher World War Journal. Like I just had no a, people were I had reading no that friends. shit. Like, they were just afraid to be themselves and like yeah, really, I think that's yeah. what it was. But uh, so oh, back to my story. You got to hear mm-hmm. the story. So like I went to the Disney Marketplace when I was ten years old. I bought a, Dis- uh, a Ninja Turtles T-shirt where it's like it, the, it was the heads were like this big. They were like foot like foot by foot all around the shirt. So like it was just yeah. like Ninja Turtle in the stomach, yeah. Ninja Turtle in the left stomach, Ninja Turtle in the right chest and left chest. It was this obnoxious green pattern yeah. shirt. And then I also bought like remember uh, Zubaz? They were like these pull on like almost like almost like sweatpants, but Zub- like what they call Zubaz Z U B A Z. No. You could wear them and they would be like in the color of the New York Giants or the Buffalo Bills or they're like almost like a tiger stripe type of pants. Okay. Every white dude you saw for a decade in the 90s wore these goddamn things. They were hideous. I got to look them up. Yeah, you got to look them up because they were they were fucking hideous. But they Did they ha- unzip at the knee? No. Okay. No. Remember those? Yeah, I do remember those. <laughs> I remember having those and getting in fights with my brothers like ripping my knee open cuz I like fuck. It's <laughs> like the zipper just like rips my kneecap yeah. open. But so so I got those and then I had like Socks like I had a whole fucking Ninja Turtle outfit. Okay, it was like the top, the pants, the socks, and the shoes. No, you went overboard. They also didn't necessarily <laughs> color coordinate. Yeah. When I got back from vacation, I wore them like the back to school the first day I could, and I caught so much shit from my friends. Yeah, you went full Ninja <laughs> Turtles gear. You got to usher them. One never wear pants with Ninja Turtles on them. I don't care if they sweatpants or anything. You're only allowed to wear the shirt and maybe the socks. I don't socks know, are man. dope. Shirt is dope, but they gotta remember this is the '90s, man. Yeah, like, I just didn't know any better. I was here. We go. Let me see these Zubaz. Zubaz. Z-U-B-A-Z. As soon as you see them, you're like, oh yeah, I totally have seen these before. I probably have. Yeah, them. yeah, because they were like, they were like, here you go, look at these things. They're they're terrible. <laughs> I never had these, you've, but, I but know you've seen exactly them, right? Exactly. What the fuck? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> wow! Yeah, this was too old for me. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. how wow. old are you? How old are you now? I'm 31. Now. Okay, I'm, th- I'm I'll be th- I just turned 38. So like we have a, like a generation between yeah, us. Yeah, look at this shit. I can't. Put- <laughs> 
Why? This looks like something the Dudley boys wear. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's exactly what it is. Yeah. I think the Dudley boys did wear Zubaz. <laughs> they did. They absolutely no, they did. They had the pants, and then they started switching over to like the fatigue bottoms and stuff yes, like that. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. So these are Zubaz, and they were fucking huge. Mm. Uh, I don't know why they were huge, but they were fucking huge because, I don't know, we make terrible mistakes our, as our child. As I have no idea. Well, those are terrible <laughs> pants. I'm glad those times are behind you. Those are fucking terrible. Well, the, the other thing that was big was like those terrible Z Cavarici pants, too. Those were horrible. I don't remember Z Cavarici. White, white suburbia, man. I, I don't what did they look like? I remember <laughs> the name. They looked Listen. like the Zubaz, where they were tight at the top, and then they yeah. also tight at the bottom, and they kind of yeah. like billowed out. They're kind of like hammer pants, but oh. not as not as big a crotch. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. I never. I've seen and they had again, the, and they had the, and they had the label like right on like the uh, on the zipper on the area. Zipper. It was it was terrible. You know who did something? Remember Jabot? You ever wore Jabot jeans? No. Jabot did something like that, but they put straps on their jeans. So at the bottom, they had a, a Velcro strap, and you can undo the strap and tighten them. And at the knee, they had a Velcro strap. <laughs> so they were baggy, and then you could uh, like tight, tighten tight. them tighten them even more. <laughs> they were fucking terrible jeans. I had four pairs, and I saved up <laughs> to get them. Yeah, I mean, that was yeah. the thing. When I was a kid, too, I was like, I'm saving to buy a pair of Z Cavarici. How I'm much were your Z Cavarici? Z Cavarici's were expensive. I remember them being like like at least a hundred dollars. Yeah, that's how much the Jabos were. Like, like one twenty. I, I remember them just being really expensive. Yeah. Uh, or they were just more than I thought at the time that jeans should cost. Now a pair of jeans will cost you a hundred bucks easily, you know? Yeah, you're Even like, though oh, I don't I don't yeah. fuck with the, the, the I, I get dude, I'm old navy, man. Old navy twenty five, thirty dollar jeans. Uh, Wear them until they fall apart. Do Levi? Levi <sighs> always has a sale. This is what okay. I do. Okay. I do Levi now. <laughs> if I just want like a bunch of pair of jeans just yeah, to yeah. buy jeans in bulk, I do Levi. Always a coupon. You can get you can get uh, jeans for maybe like forty bucks. That's not with bad. With the coupon, okay. right? Yeah. And then I go to I'll take them to a tailor and I get them bigger and then he fits them to me. Oh, and he gets them to my size. I've always wanted. And it's like maybe like twenty bucks uh, each jean. See, I should do that because, like, yeah. I got an odd body size. Like, yeah. I got a stomach mm-hmm. and I got a big ass, and yeah. I have my waist <laughs> is somewhere in between. And then, like, and then I get pants big enough, and they're always like these. They're flared down at the they're bottom. Always, I'm telling like, you, I'm take them in. Bell bottoms, man. Take them in. I I'm very. I got a little torso, long ass legs. Yeah. I got I'm hips and butt. Yeah, yeah. I and got then hips and butt it too. thins yeah. out. So then I get them tailored and tapered, and everything fits right. Man, see, see. I, I knew nothing about fashion. I still don't know anything about fashion. It took a while. It took me, <laughs> I think somebody, who put me on that? I think uh, I was doing an MTV show, uh-huh. and I wanted a stylist. She was just like, I know you have a hard pair, of, uh, hard time buying jeans. You should just buy the most regular pair of jeans you want. Just, if you see a wash you like, get them as big as you can, and then get them taken in by a tailor. Like a tailor who does suits. And they, they do that shit in like two days. I've taken stuff to a tailor before. Like I, I lost a bunch of weight recently. And I took mm-hmm. in like a, a, like some dress shirts. Yeah, to get them taken in. I, the weight came back, unfortunately, but but I still got the tailored shirts. <laughs> now you got tailored shirts you can't fit. No man, that's a problem. <laughs> Take them to get them undone. <laughs> I went to a wedding. I need you to redo audience. <laughs> do them again. Uh-huh. I went to I went to a wedding this weekend. I put it on. I'm like, God damn it, man, this shirt doesn't fit me anymore. What the Dude, fuck? Dude, fuck it. I know, man. I know. I don't know. 
I, I don't go even know. to go get some twenty dollar dress <laughs> for dress shirts. Go get some twenty dollar dress shirts yeah. from JC Penney. Super big, man. and then get them taken in. But enough. Tell them that you fluctuate, <laughs> and I'll take them in enough where it look well fit you no matter what. I gotta what. do this, man. I also have some friends. Like I got a buddy who like every once in a while, like a friend of his comes over from like Thailand and yeah. just like th- does all these measurements and makes some custom shirts and suits. Mm. I've always wanted to try that, but like I don't have a need to wear like outfits that much but when i do i want to look good you know yeah. so like maybe i should but like 90 percent of the time i'm wearing jeans 99.9 percent of the time I'm wearing jeans and t-shirts man it's, it doesn't hurt to look good you look good you feel good you're right yeah you're right get a <laughs> I'm, suit I'm, I, I, I'm freaking 31 i didn't get a suit until 27 my, like a legit nice suit yeah i got a nice suit for my wedding uh huh. Which looks good and feels good. So it's like I, maybe I'll maybe yeah, I'll, you can't wear that. Well, it wasn't like a it wasn't tux. It was oh. just like a nice gray suit. It was, and, oh, and, okay. and I got it with a with a vest. I had a three okay, piece. Okay. I three piece that shit up. Uh-huh. I went into men's warehouse and said, "Make me look like John Lee Hooker." And they did that. Yeah, shit. They did that <laughs> They're like, "We got you." <laughs> they were like, "We understand." John Lee Hooker's a total badass. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! So Monroe, like, how's how's uh, life outside of comic books and and getting clothes altered? Uh, that's pretty much life. I play video <laughs> games. I've been playing video games. I've been playing the new Street Fighter on Switch. Uh-huh. Street Fighter Two. I haven't picked up Switch yet. The Switch is great. Is it? And, and loot. Uh, the mobility is dope. Okay. Uh, the fact that you can just be playing a game and just take it off the console, slap the controllers on, and then keep going. Yeah. Yeah, I like that aspect of it. Only thing is, is that's all it is now. It's not uh, that you can't do Netflix anymore. Oh, you can't. Okay. At least I tried all, it. And all I couldn't do the all that shit. Stuff. Is a good, yeah, okay. you can do like the like the Twitter. Like you can like if you screenshot something, you can tweet it out. But you can't like use it like you did the the Nintendo Wii, where you can gotcha. watch Netflix and all that shit. Gotcha. I like it. I like it a lot. Yeah. I've been fucking with it. Oh man, I, my thing with video games consoles is I never seem to have time. This is what I do every year. Okay, without fail, I've been doing it since I was like twenty-two. Mm-hmm. I get I get a break a break of time from my work between Christmas and New Year's, like usually about a week and a half, two weeks around that time. Mm-hmm. I'll buy a new video on whatever console is currently the current console. I'll play the shit out of that video game for the entire time I'm away. Yeah. Oh, I'm on vacation. I'll beat it, do whatever to it, and then like I literally don't touch a video game console until the next break I have. Oh wow! Like I, yeah, yeah, like and it, this started. That means back, you're working though. You're working but, hard. Yeah, but this started back from like literally like uh, Grand Theft Auto Two. I think yeah. is like when I started doing uh, this. So it's are you a time, shut in? Uh, I kinda. And the other oh, thing is also like. It's also the only time where like my wife's not home because she's usually working still, yeah. And I actually have time to like actually spend six or seven hours on a video game, like yeah. When all the Lego versions of stuff came out, like Lego Star Wars, Lego Indiana Jones, like I yeah. fucked with all those because they were great. I never played them. Were oh, they really good? Really good. Okay, okay. And like you, and and you're thinking like, oh, this is like a children's thing, but they're fun as shit, especially if like you you like the Indiana Jones movies or the okay. Star Wars movies or. Or things like that. They also started making like Lego Batman and Lego this, that, and the other thing. I didn't get in that, that Lego far. Lego Batman, the movie was fucking great. I haven't seen the movie, but I saw the original the original Lego movie with Chris. With it, Chris that Pratt. was great. That great. was great. And the new yeah. movie's got uh, Will Arnett in it? Will Arnett is Batman. And then Zach Galifianakis is the Joker, I think. Is he? Probably. So. Uh, what's the kid from Arrested Development? Michael Sarah. He's uh, Robin, right? Yes, yeah, he is yeah, Robin. Yeah, he's funny as hell as Robin. That movie was really good. And Kobe Smulders is Wonder Woman. Oh, Wonder Woman is from, from How I Met Your Mother. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, yeah, I know. Robin I'm from like How I Met Your Mother. She's, yeah. also, one, she's also one of the, she's also one of the agents of Shield uh, in the Avengers movie. She's in the, the Avengers movies too. Really? She's like she's like the only like regular dressed Shield person that talks. 
Okay. And I got to <laughs> I don't Okay. But she was supposed to be Wonder Woman. She was the original call for Wonder Woman. There were yeah. two directors that were going to direct Wonder Woman before this one that just came out. And one of them was Joss Whedon, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. And another one was, I forget who. There was, I want to say David E. Kelly, but he did the TV one with yeah. Adriana Pilecki. That pilot's online. I got to say it. You should was it watch good? it. No, it's terrible. There's How'd you a, feel about the movie? Well, I didn't watch, I didn't see the movie yet. I was actually just about to ask. So you're shaking your head now? You didn't see it? I seen it. I fell asleep. Really? You're the first person that's told me a negative review with that movie. Literally I, the first person. Really? Everyone I, I know that's seen it said it's great. I didn't think it was great. Okay. I I don't know. It fell into the same lines as Batman versus Superman. Really? Okay. It fell into that same thing where they they just gave you... When I was watching it, I was just like, now make it yours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What are you going to do to really, really make it yours? I felt like her brother was miscast. I don't want to ruin it for you. I'm, I'm, there was like okay. some shit where it's like, spoiler alert. Uh, <laughs> her brother was miscast. Her brother is... Who is it? Not her, Aries. Her brother's Aries. Yeah, yeah. And he's old as fuck. <laughs> and he looks like a. And he looks like one of those like BBC independent <laughs> film actors. We go really like a former Doctor. You who? were killing it. <laughs> you were fucking. Y'all were killing it with the casting. And then this is her. And I was like, this is her brother. This is who is it? Okay. All right. I'll- that certain scenes got really cheesy, but I get it. It's not. They what is it PG thirteen Yeah, all those movies are PG. So they uh yeah. they they definitely did what Except they could do. They they tried to make it uh it's for the kids, but they definitely were like we still got to make it entertaining for adults. They had adult yeah. humor and yeah, shit yeah, like yeah. that. But there were certain things where I was just like, wait, y'all are preparing. I was ruining. It. I was like, y'all are preparing to fight gods, training like warriors, but y'all can't beat fucking Germans <laughs> who just popped up on your island. You really. You let Germans take that many out, but y'all preparing to fight fucking gods and shit when Zeus they come back. Shit. Zeus, you let Germans take you out, and that was the shit that was going all on. Right, I mean, I was right. like, that was the time to really showcase how strong these Amazon, these women, Amazon women, yeah. women are, and it was too many got taken out in this little mini war for the uh, for me to believe that. They were prepared I, okay. for the the real battle and the real war. I got that, but I, I but but for but there needs to be a human element too for like plot, you know. Progression yeah, the, so. the human element was her falling in love with, yeah, with Chris Pine. Uh, yeah, what? her go her falling in love with Chris Pine. Her, um, I'm talking about like this movie, like I saw any of it. No, but you know it. You <laughs> yeah, know yeah, where it's going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a lot of human aspect in there, but I'm saying this is the first. This was like the first thirty minutes. You really got to go yeah, hard yeah, and yeah, fucking hard. show how strong this group is. Not with them training each other, but this is the first example you get of them going them to fighting. war. Okay. So right. I want to see, so I want to see more of them kicking German ass than them getting their ass kicked. Okay. Now here's a question though: like, what? if those women didn't die, or as many of them die in mass, yeah, would that have would that have not would have mm-hmm. Diana? That's what they're calling her in the yeah. movie. Yeah. Yeah. Would she have felt it as as compelled as much to go save the world? Like if like one person died, she's like, ah, whatever, one person died. But she's like, I lost half my tribe. Then it's like I gotta go kick some some Nazis' ass. I'd still you know think I mean? it would have gave her a more thing because the it was uh, the thing that got her to go into the the real world was that her her misconception uh, of 
how like who Ares was okay. and him controlling everything okay. and she thought that he controlled this war gotcha. and all that stuff and these two and she didn't know that these two worlds were completely opposite of oh, each other. Okay. They were different. So I think even if they would have did that, they could have even if they would have still kicked ass, she still could have moved forward. She gotcha. still could have been able to uh right. go into the real world. And stuff like that, and fight. And then there's a couple scenes I don't agree with. There, there, there's, there's this. I'm still ruining it for you. I'm sorry. <laughs> God damn it, Monroe. I'm gonna ruin it for you. He. I'm gonna uh, title this podcast "No Spoilers with Monroe." Hey, yes. <laughs> <laughs> she. Uh, there's like this wall that these that Chris Pine and his troops or whatever okay. can't get over because every time somebody pokes their head up, they get shot, shot down. Okay. So then she decides she's gonna go and then block all these bullets with her shield. And then uh, distract him enough where her, where Chris Pine's man can get and yeah. then start shooting. And I went, that's dope. But the way they did the graphics was so fucking cheesy. It was so CGI. Was, was it that like shit Zack Snyder kind of CGI Yes. Shit? Where it just, yeah. you can clearly tell she's just sitting holding the shell and then letting effects happen to her. Uh, there was nothing for her to really react to. It was like, uh, and I was yeah. just like, eh. that, I mean, like, that's, that's, that's my big complaint about the DC universe, the DC cinematic universe at least. Yeah. Is that like, I don't know, man. Like, I'll, I'll, I'll take it to. We'll start with Man of Steel. Let, like, yeah. like, like, like Henry Cavill, Man of Steel. Yeah. First of all, I think he looks great as Superman. He looks great like, as Superman. I was like, yeah. Homeboy looks great as Superman. Yeah. And apparently, in the casting process, they didn't have the new suit for anyone to try on, so they all tried on the old Christopher Reeve suit from the yeah. 1970s, the Richard Donner film. Yeah. And he was the first guy that put the suit on where everyone believed he could be Superman wearing really? that old school suit. Mm. So everyone's like, okay. Like paying attention, but here's what I here's what like uh, that movie in particular, that movie was dark as shit. It was yeah. too dark. Superman's happy. It was too dark. He, he fights for somebody's li- neck. I'm well, like, what? He fights for light. He fights for yeah. justice. And uh, the movie just thematically looked too dark. Yeah. But remember the trailers that came out for that? Yeah. One's narrated by Kevin Costner. The other yeah. one's narrated by Russell Crowe. Yeah. I got fucking goosebumps when you watch that trailer. Yeah. Because like it's. It's the same. It's the patriotic shit of like the flag waving and the little yeah. kid running around yards. But like, it looked like oh, they fucking nailed it. And then you yeah. see him fly for the first time. Yeah, where he breaks the speed of sound. And just goes, yeah, you're like, fuck yes, I'm in. Yeah, and that trailer was the best thing about that movie. Yeah, like you was, you're like, I don't know what movie that they gave us, but it wasn't the one I saw. On that it was trailer. so much. It was it was very dark. And it got dark. I, I think I was sitting in the theater like they're destroyed, and they end up making it a part of the whole Batman yeah. versus Super thing. But I was like, he's fucking the city up. Yeah, like they have never Superman. <laughs> whenever he had a battle, he took that, he kept that shit in the sky. Yep. Or he took it to some it fucking over, over the sea, overseas, or or some to, to fucking save field lives. to save civilian lives. He didn't give a fuck about civilian lives, but I think they played into that by going, "He's a rookie. They did. He's not did. used to this. And, He's you know yeah, he means did. well. They did, yeah. but they did, and 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 I get why. But it was also like they like if they didn't do that, they would have been yeah. like, like it's almost like they. I don't know if they planned that or not, but they definitely yeah. backed and painted themselves into a corner with that plot device. Yeah. But uh, and then Batman vs Superman came out, and like first of all, I thought Ben Affleck looked good as a Batman. Like he, I thought he, I a, think he did good as Batman. Yeah. Down Batman. Yeah. But then again, I had the same complaints of like, this looks fucking terrible as far as CGI and all that kind of stuff. Like yeah. I, listen, I understand there's just so many CGI effects in the Marvel films, but the whole yeah. point of CGI is to make you realize it's not there. And so much yeah. shit. Like you watch Game of Thrones, half that show is CGI'd, yeah. but you don't realize it because it's castles, it's landscape, yeah. it's it's shit in the back. And like the CGI is best when it's like 
it works and it, you don't notice you it. remember back so you remember that scene in batman versus superman when they did that goofy music and batman superman and wonder woman are all fighting yeah, yeah. doomsday yeah. and then it gets like great terrible, and it goes like same exact scene that's oh. the same exact scene, the scene that I was telling you about when she's yeah, holding yeah. the show. Same exact scene, just take out. Uh, uh, where like literally everything around, like, where literally everything around you is burnt to shit. Everything around you is either yeah. burnt or, or smoked, or just the bullets were fucking light beams of light. Mm. I've never shot a gun, but I've never <laughs> seen a bullet look like a beam of light. Like, doo, doo, I mean, doo, doo. I've, I've yeah. seen it like that when you have like very, very super powerful guns. Like there's like. Gatling guns or something yeah, like that. Yeah, we're but not talking like, about not like, like out of fucking a like 17 or, something. Or, or, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is true. This is very true. Yeah. 17 something is World War One. It's not 17 yeah, something, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it's really, like laser guns. Like <laughs> <laughs> early 1900s. Yeah. Not, not <laughs> this is like 1700. <laughs> no, for uh, that's What was it? What was World yeah. War One? 1920? 19 something like that? Something like that. Something like that. And it's just fucking like, ah. And I fell asleep, and then in mind, I didn't yeah. mean to fall asleep, but I fall asleep through every movie, even if it's good. Okay. But this one, like, I would fall asleep, wake up really quick, my girl wake me up, yeah. and <laughs> we, we were just like, she was like, ah, it was okay. <laughs> but they, I think they went into it not expecting it to be great. No, no, I don't think Warner Brothers really expected it to be the hit that it was because yeah. they, like, they didn't have the director sign on for multiple movies. Yeah. They didn't have I, Gal Gadot is uh, is probably not Gadot. It's Gadot. Gadot. Yeah. Gadot. Yeah. D o t e. Gadot. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, everyone calls her Gadot. So, okay. I, but it's Gal Gadot. Gadot. Yeah. Anyway, Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman's like she signed off for multiple movies, but it's because of the Justice League and all that mm. other stuff. So, I don't know, man. Like, I don't. I, I like Zack Snyder films, but like I feel like, like a, like I feel like it does well with like a Watchmen. I thought the Watchmen movie was as good as Watchmen a, was good. It was, it was, was good, dark. Yeah. It was good as a movie as you could get based on the subject matter. Because yeah. that comic book, for many many years, and I understand why people were like, you can't film this because yeah. first of all. The fucking bad guy at the end of it is a goddamn octopus they release on the Ma- Manhattan. Just like yeah. an octopus appears, it covers Manhattan and kills all of it. Yeah. It's like, all right, we got to change that to yeah. like a nuclear device or something. Yeah. Like so there's some things you got to kind of change. But and like, there's a hero with his dick out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you got Dr. Manhattan uh-huh. with the flippity floppity dick the entire time. Um, so, like, so, so I like the Watchmen changes that Zack Snyder made, but I feel like ever since that, it just kind of has been like this, this straight up calling card of like, like, the original stuff was cool, like Sucker Punch that he did. Yeah, but then, Sucker like, Punch was fun. It was fun, and then you have like the 300, but I feel like it, complete misstep with the DC Universe that he's got. Yeah. And then, but now you have Joss Whedon stepping into a lot of this stuff, because Zack stepped away from Justice League. Mm. Um, I don't know if you heard this. No. His daughter, unfortunately, committed suicide like in like March, and wow. he kind of stepped away to like, I, I gotta like let my family heal. Yeah. Um, so Joss Whedon, who did the first two Avengers movies, stepped in. He's finishing Justice League as far as, not like shoots and stuff, but like edits, directions, like all that kind of stuff. So okay. maybe, you know, jo- and I, I trust there's Joss. There's only so much you can do after with True. the footage. True, but I'm sure yeah. there'll be reshoots and stuff like that. Like Gal Gadot, she did some reshoots for Wonder Woman. She was five months pregnant. They actually put a green screen, green mm-hmm. uh, belly on her. Really? And they and they CGI'd out a lot of stuff just to make sure that uh, just to make sure that like you know you didn't see her, her being pregnant when she was shooting the reshoots for Wonder Woman. So, oh wow! Yeah, I don't know how we got I this deep know. in the comic book conversation. No, I fucked with it, man. This is natural. <laughs> this is natural. I I still encourage even but even though I go I didn't like the movie I still encourage people to see it. 
I still be, I, I'm still one of those people. I won't be like, this fucking awful, don't say it. I still yeah. go, see for yourself. Because there's movies that I love that people hate. Yeah. I um, didn't think uh, Suicide Squad was that bad. I, my yeah. girlfriend watches it every day. Really? Every day. Why does she watch it every day? Is it's on HBO. It? It's on HBO a lot, and or uh, we got like a Roku, and like she, uh, she's an ultrasound tech. So when she comes home, she watches uh, Civil War, Suicide Squad, Batman versus Superman, and um, what's that shit? Uh, Bobby Steel. Flay beat Bobby beat Flay. Beat Bobby. That's actually none of them makes sense. And beat Bobby Flay over and over and over and over and over again. <laughs> and I'll just sit there and I'll watch it with her. And as I'm watching uh, Suicide Squad over and over again, I get it. It's the Saw on Arkham. It was the same exact yeah. movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, they could have fl- they could have took a chance to really make it their own. That's all I'm about. Your yeah. remakes are covers. Yeah, yeah. These are covers. Yeah, yeah. Make the cover yours. True. Very right? true. Very true. I mean, like, yeah, yeah I mean. <sighs> there was certain shit that the. I thought, I felt like Suicide Squad's, uh, first of all. Diablo was corny. He, fire. His introduction is bye. He <laughs> fucking makes bye out of fire. You this son is of a bitch. This is true. <laughs> we, and. He could have said fuck off. Diablo. Was it Jay, was it Jay Hernandez? Did, was it did Diablo? Anyway. Uh, yeah, because it's not Michael Pena. I like Michael Pena. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he was a huge Ant Man. Yeah. Um, but like some of the stuff you're watching it, you're like, I don't know, like, like they introduced the one was it not Captain Boomerang, the the guy that can do any can climb walls or whatever, a whip was a tightrope or whiplash, basically. The guy that, slipknot, oh, slipknot, 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 yeah. They introduce him literally before anyone jumps on the plane, yeah, just so they can kill him in the next scene to prove that. They do have bombs in their brains. They like did that in which we call it. He though. literally they, existed just for that. They did that in Assault uh, on Arkham in a cartoon. They did. They did. He they was did. like, he was like, I ain't doing this. He tried escaping. I was like, boop boop, <laughs> blow him up. But it was just, it was just so funny watching that. But I felt like Harley Quinn was well cast. I think Mar- Margot Robbie was great as Harley Quinn. Yeah, she was great. Um, you know, Deadshot, Will Smith can't fuck with Will Smith. He's you great. can't fuck with Will. Will was good. You know, yeah, yeah, Will's good and all that stuff. I do think that. One thing I think Marvel does well is it ties in its universe with everything. Like when you watch yeah. like Daredevil or yeah. even Agents of Shield. Like I haven't watched Agents of Shield. Agents of Shield is uneven as fuck. Like really? the first season, you're like it's cool halfway through, and then it really stuck to like Marvel's guidelines about stuff. Okay. And then like literally six months after Agents of Shield premiered, they launched Cap Two: Winter Soldier. Okay. And Captain in that movie, basically Captain America just destroys. Uh, they blow up Shield. Yeah. Shield's gone. So yeah. it's like, well, then now you have a show about S.H.I.E.L.D. Cap members. It's like, yeah. well, what are you going to do? So, yeah. And they've, they've been following the Inhuman storyline a little bit. They did Ghost Rider this season, but it wasn't the cool Johnny Blaze Ghost Rider. Who was it? It was, uh, it was uh, the other, uh, the other uh, not Ramon Reyes, uh, Bobby R- uh, he's a Latino living in Los Angeles, and he, he's a he's in uh, he's possessed by the rider, but he rides a Camaro that's on fire. It's the same thing. It's uh, it's the newer version of Ghost okay, Rider. Okay, I haven't. Yeah. Well, the whole the whole mythology of Ghost Rider is multiple riders through generations. Yes, yeah. like even like the shitty Nick Cage movie showed yeah. multiple riders. He's he's a new rider. Okay, uh, he's a new rider as well, and they they use that rider yeah. as opposed to like the Johnny Blaze rider that most people know. Okay, okay. Um, but they, they did it well. Like I thought, it was, I was like, wow, pretty. For for television, the special effects are. All right, bad. I gotta watch it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh-huh. like this, and then this year they've also done like they did Ghost Rider first half of the season. They did like Androids the other half, and then became like Agents of Hydra. So they're really kind of like not necessarily following Agents of Hydra. Yeah, like they, they all kind of switched kinda, it. They all kind of kind of get stuck in like uh, 
uh, they call it the framework, but it's like a bizarro world. Okay. <laughs> this became comic talk with. So Matt they jumped. The, <laughs> they jumped the shark. <laughs> no, they're just trying okay. to. They just do like a six episode story arc about this that or the other thing. So okay. they get stuck in what they call the framework, which is kind of the best way to describe it is like the Matrix. Okay. Your body's plugged into it, and it kind of tells you how to. It, it's teaching your brain how to do things. Yeah. Um, and in that. They all work for Hydra. So mm. a couple people go in to rescue them, and they're like, "Hey, you don't work for Hydra; you work for Shield." But they're like, yeah. "No," and that's the big, the big rub, right? And all oh, that okay, stuff. But, okay. but back to what I was saying about the Marvel uh, universe is like Daredevil, like makes references to what yeah. happened in, in, in New York City. Yeah. Uh, and then from that, you get you know the Punisher, and you got Iron Fist, which I haven't watched yet, but I heard terrible things. Iron Fist was horrible. I heard it was, but Luke Cage was the shit. Luke Cage, and coming was off Luke great. Cage and Iron Fist, I was like, oh, I damn. know. I was like, oh, this is going to be great, and then it was fucking. I watched. It was so bad. I watched it all in one day. Uh, Cause what's his name? You couldn't believe it was so bad. Like I just kept watching the light. Now it's gonna get better. Like Luke Cage, I'm better. watching and like and like even like the theme song. Like well, the music supervisor was uh, who the the DJ from a tribe called Quest. Why am I spacing on his name right now? He did all the music supervision for Luke Cage. Ah, and all the the episodes I want to say are named after EPMD songs. I never. Oh, knew was it that. EPMD or uh, what's the most deaf? Uh, uh, Black Star was, was Black okay, Star songs. Okay, okay, okay. They're all Black Star songs, and the guy from Charcoal Quest did all the music supervision for that. Oh, so, wow. So before a scene is watched in that movie, I'm like, I'm fucking in. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, because you're like, I want to see how this is, and it was so perfect. It was so pitch perfect for like what Harlem is like, what yeah. the, what the black experience. Well, I, I, I can't speak on what the black. <laughs> well, the black experience. We don't have no bulletproof black dudes walking around. I know. <laughs> that's why halfway through that's that's oh, I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck am I saying? The black uh, experience. Yeah, we all bulletproof. <laughs> Well, so I'm like, I'm a black dude that lives, I'm a white dude that lives in Jersey. I live in Harlem. What the fuck do I know? But anyway, what I would imagine the black experience would be like in Harlem. I'm sorry, Monroe. I'm oh, sorry. that's fucking funny. That's <laughs> so, so yeah, so, uh, so, uh, yeah, so is that. I, I don't, yeah, so I don't know, but, uh, but I liked how it tied it, it kind of tied all in. And then what I think is really great about, uh, and I feel like Marvel does really well on Netflix. Yeah. TV shows are like ah the the ABC shows they're launching in humans looks looks terrible yeah um but like on the DC side you have the CW and I don't know if you watch any of those shows the Flash or Arrow or Arrow is good I think Arrow's good too Arrow I'm, I I haven't I haven't continued watching Arrow I watched it all the way up to like how many seasons is there it's on like five or six at this point I only watched up to season four season one and two were phenomenal. Season three was like where well, you can tell it's gonna start taking a turn yeah, and get a and little season four more, kind of was a dud. And get a little CW ish yeah, yeah, where they yeah. start treating that shit like relationships a and relationship like boy and girl like, and, yeah. yeah like Dawson's Creek or some shit. And it got too much. They kept bringing people back from the dead. Yeah, and then that's still going on. That's when it got corny. Odd uh, Flash is still good to Flash me. Flash is great. I think the problem with the Flash does we're now three seasons in the Flash. And it keeps fighting the same people. That's the problem I have. <laughs> the problem is always the bad guy is always a future or alternate version of one of their own people. Yeah. Like this most this most recent season was the the was it uh the the speedster that turned out to be like a a, a time ripple of Barry Allen. Yeah. Before that it was like it, it was, was Zoom. Well, it was Zoom, which was which you, was Jay. Yeah. The dude yeah Jay. The dude, and then before that it was Orton. It was uh, Wells. Wells. Yeah. yeah Harrison. Yeah. Harris Wells. Yeah. So it's just like, just be someone different. Like, yeah. be someone that's not within your own camp. So. But that's what, but yeah. But with that, with, the, with that, 
you know, I feel like the, the tie-in between the, the Arrowverse and the Flash yeah. universe is really good. I thought that was good. They, All the best episodes is when Flash when uh, there's a crossover episode. went over there. Yeah, yeah, Not yeah. when the Arrow came over to the Flash <laughs> That's when the Flash went to... When the Flash went over there, it was yeah. like, oh, this shit is great. <laughs> when Barry yeah. Allen just pops up, like, yeah. hey, guys, I've been chasing this guy. <laughs> <laughs> and then they spun it off in the Legends of Tomorrow, which I haven't really watched That's too much. That's terrible. Of. It is? It is terrible. Okay. I watched, I, me and my girl went to Hawaii, and we was in Hawaii for four days, and we watched all of season one uh-huh. uh, because uh, there's a big time difference, and we would just, like, be tired. Like, we'll be tired... But by the time we go to bed over over there, it'll still be like morning here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'll just be like still wide awake, and we watched the whole first season of Legend of Tomorrow. And we was like, "That show is fucking garbage," <laughs> but we couldn't stop watching it. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And then uh, they're trying to they're wedging Supergirl in there too. And I watched Supergirl the first season. I haven't really caught up much of the second season. I now. only watched, uh, but again, Supergirl for it feels very Lois and uh, Lois and Clarkish. Lewis and Clark is. Yeah, I get yeah, that. I get it gets that. that. It got that feeling where she's in love, yeah. all that shit. You know but again, I mean? when she shows up in the episodes when Barry shows up, yeah. the Flash is the key connector. In the, all the, this. He's the shit. Great casting. Yeah. He's very likable. Austin, I think is his name. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and here's where I think DC made a misstep is they have a Justice League movie yeah. with a Flash and who's not this Flash. They're going with Hispanic guy, right? They're, the going, with, uh, they're going with the guy from... Uh, 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 the perks of being a wallflower. What the fuck's his name? Ezra, Ezra something. I never seen the. First of all, the suit looks terrible. Because what is it? It's like a robotic type situation, right? It it it's just it just looks bad. Like like yeah. the Flash's suit in the TV show looks like a utility suit someone yeah. would wear who's a speedster. Mm-hmm. This suit looks like just like it's part of it's like football pads on like a mesh. It's fucking weird looking. Nah. But I'm like, why why do we not? meld the DC universe to TV yeah. into our movies the same way you would do it on uh, the same way Marvel would do it more money I'm pretty sure well I'm sure yeah, yeah. but I'm sure it, I'm sure there's more money for a movie than there is for a TV show but like yeah. Grant, like you're trying to tell me Grant Austin can do any be- good or bad a job as this Ezra the Ezra yeah. guy can you know it's just like stuff like that where it's like ah god damn you know so, yeah but I think they're gonna try to go with a darker one so if they go if they go darker in the movie then they can't go darker in the show anymore. I guess. I guess you can't, but I don't yeah. know. My Flash is John Wesley Ship, the first Flash. Remember that show from the 90s? Mm. It was only on for like one season. I think Actually, I remember watching it on his little ass. Remember them little portable TVs with the handle on the top? I remember watching it. I couldn't tell who the fucking actor well, was. Here's, <laughs> well, here's how you would know the actor. The guy that played Barry Allen's dad in the new Flash on CW, yeah. that's John Wesley Ship. He was the original Flash on TV. Little, wow. little... <laughs> No. <laughs> this has been 45 minutes of comic book talk with Monroe. Hey, yeah. we can switch up the subject. I don't mind switching <laughs> no, no, up the subject. No, no. I'm I just, just like talking. I know, no, no. I'm just like, I'm just like thinking like I, I had you always talk comedy. I know. I was like, we're going to talk. I always talk comedy with people on this. And I was like, I don't really know. If, uh, uh, like, I obviously I want to talk to you about comedy, but at the same time, I'm also like, Monroe knows this shit. Like, I, I want to talk it. about I, like, I you know said, All I do is sit home. I'm glad that my girl is in the comic books. She loves all that shit. She, she likes Thor, but all for the wrong mm-hmm. reasons. She likes him. The new Thor looks great. Hot. She just likes him because he's hot. He's a beautiful man. He is a beautiful man. <laughs> but tell you. fucking, she bought this gigantic picture of Wolverine <laughs> that's in our. When you walk, what do you think house, of Logan? She loved it. I liked it. Okay, fair enough. I I just 
It reminded me of it had the same feeling as the row of the road. It was a western. Yeah, it was, it was a western. just like I was sitting was there like I've seen this before. I've seen this yeah, before. It was a western. And then the, they the the whole remember how the Terminator was? Yeah. Where the only person that was him matched for him yeah. was him. Yeah. And I, I was like, ah. yeah. The, what was that? X twenty two or X twenty yeah. four? Because X twenty three is the girl. X twenty three is the girl. Yeah. Then, and then the I don't X24, remember before yeah. or after. Yeah, it was him. So there was definitely some the girl was cool. hot ass. Oh, she was amazing. She was great. I thought oh, all the kids that. were amazing. Yeah, yeah, all the kids were really good. In that movie. I I think the fighting was great. I just did like that. He was an Uber driver. Well, he wasn't an Uber driver. He was a limousine driver. It's still the same shit to me at this yeah, point. Yeah, but if you but if you're hiding out somewhere and yeah. you don't want to be found, what do you do? You you yeah. do you take a but job. But you need money. You do need money. He don't need no fucking he Wolverine. <laughs> What's he gonna do? Just go rob a bank every time he needs money? Fucking sling sling. I liked Wolverine when he was living in woods and shit, and ain't gonna fuck up about money. Well, this whole thing was that he was he was he, he for the first time ever he was beholden to something that was taking care. of Yeah, Professor he had X. to take care of Professor yeah, Xavier, yeah. who so. was cursing. He was funny. He was funny, but I didn't like him that he was cursing. And why isn't he dead? Explain to me why he was still alive <laughs> in that movie, but he died in the other ones. Yeah, that's true. But he I was, still don't get it. Well, he they're was, all connected. He was reincarnated. Well, they, they blew up the storylines, too, of the first few X-Men. The Brian Singer ones, yeah. they kind of rebooted the whole franchise with uh But then they try to connect Fast. it with well, not, Days uh, of first Future class, Past. First class, yeah. But I also think that, uh, yeah, I mean, that's part of the beauty and the curse of the X-Men movies is, like, they really do kind of, there's a, there's four timelines that you don't understand, which I actually think is great because the Deadpool mm-hmm. movie made fun of it, where he goes, yeah, yeah he goes, you're going to see Professor X, and he goes, yeah. McAvoy or Stewart, I can't keep the timelines down, <laughs> which is what made Deadpool yeah, so great, yeah. is he said he would say dumb shit like that. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, the X-Men movies, I mean, there's a lot of X-Men movies. The X-Men haven't gone to space yet. In the X-Men yeah. comic books, every third comic book, they those were fuckers in were in space, man. Even in the cartoon, they were in space. <laughs> no, they were in Fighting space. somebody, they, they kicking ass in space. <laughs> Fighting apocalypse or some motherfucker in space. That the apocalypse space been was terrible. Terrible. He was terrible. I love uh, the Isaac guy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think Oscar he, Isaac. I, yeah. Oscar Isaac yeah. was good in the most violent year. Remember was that the most violent year? Or yes. Something like that. Yes. He was good in that movie. Ex Machina. He was. Yeah. yeah. I was like, oh, he's good. Yeah. And then I seen him in this, and I was like. Why does he have a Jersey accent? <laughs> like, Hello, I'm from New Jersey. <laughs> yeah, like, what the fuck? He's <laughs> an Arab from Jersey City in this movie. Yeah, yeah, I don't, it was it was fucking crazy. But uh, yeah, the X Men yeah. movies make no sense to me. They got to go to fucking space. Why haven't the X Men yeah. been to space yet? Like I don't, I don't know. know, I don't know. But uh, so 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 that's that's well that's the comic book portion. That's the comic book portion. My bad. <laughs> no, no, Monroe. I'm super excited about because usually I can talk comic books with people and they, and especially comedians when I have them on the podcast and we're like, fantastic. Monroe. Yep. Let's wrap this up, man. Dude. Let's do this. Let's I'm, do this. How are we wrapping it up? Uh, I don't know. I, I, what did we learn? We learned a lot about comic books. Yeah. We learned a lot about your career, which I think is going swimmingly. We Thank learned you. that you have yourself a solid woman. Yes. And I don't know if you ever really need more than that. That's all you need. I'm fucking, that's <laughs> all you really need. You're a solid woman in some comic books. Yep. That's all you need. <laughs> so uh, I want to thank you for being on the Laugh Button Podcast. Thank you. I love it when you come on and just kind of shoot the shit with me. I didn't really have an agenda other than I want to talk to Monroe because it's been a while. Hey, man, <laughs> I'm always, anytime you need somebody to fill the spot, just hit me up. I, I promise you. All right, cool. If you ever just be like, hey, man, we couldn't book somebody, I'll fucking come through. I'll All right, cool. Well, uh, well, so where can people find you? Uh, I got to redo my website, but my website is MonroeMartinComedy.com. Okay. Uh, my Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram are all Monroe Martin III. My Snapchat is Monroe Martin III. 
Uh, and like I said, I have a residency at the stand. Uh, first one is July 23rd. I'm also doing a, a, a show with Derek Gaines. We're doing a show called No Need for Apologies. Uh, that's in August. That's August 22nd. That's going to be me and him, both this double headlining. We're doing like 35 minutes apiece. And come through. Now that you know what my comedy is, yeah. come through. Come <laughs> kick it. That's great. So, yes, that's where you can find Monroe. And uh, on behalf of uh, the Laugh Button and uh, Monroe Martin and Riotcast, uh, I want to say I'll check you later. I'm Matt Kleinschmidt. All Bye. right. Thank Bye. you. Bye. Bye.